Can you actually exhibit PTSD symptoms following betrayal? This question came in from one of the beautiful women inside of my free Facebook group. Did you know that I had one of those? I do, beautiful. I have a free Facebook group where collectively together we are journeying towards our healing process. This is a group where I offer extensive education, tips, strategies, techniques to help you along in your journey from betrayal trauma. And periodically, I poll that group asking them for some of their questions they would love to see answered on the podcast. And this one recently came in. We are going to address it and answer it today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. You know, overcoming betrayal trauma is a real thing. And let me just say first and foremost, that trauma from betrayal is also a real thing. I know that it's been coined as that quote, betrayal trauma, end quote, recently, and we hear it as a buzzword lately. But is it real? Is this trauma real? Yes, it is. And there are real symptoms that we deal with because of the trauma that's been inflicted due to the betrayal that has happened in our life. So if you're struggling to recover from betrayal or infidelity, then today's broadcast is for you because I'm actually answering a question from one of the beautiful women inside of my free Facebook group that recently asked, can you have or exhibit PTSD symptoms after betrayal? Now, the short answer to that is yes, but I really want to get into it with you today so that we can unpack it and get you educated in this so that you understand what you're actually dealing with. Now, you could be dealing with post-infidelity stress disorder. Now, that is actually, instead of saying PTSD, this has actually been coined recently, and I love that. 
post-infidelity stress disorder because that is more equated to betrayal trauma. And it's an actual condition that affects those of us who have experienced infidelity in our marital relationship. And this is characterized by a range of symptoms. And all of them can significantly impact your daily life. It can include your ability to function inside of relationships, work, activities, hobbies, etc. And there are quite a few symptoms when it comes to post-infidelity stress disorder. Now, I'm just going to read off quite a few of those and you know, check them off. Let's see how many that you actually equate with. So that means you could deal with changes in mood. Your sleep patterns are disrupted. Maybe your appetite has increased or decreased. You're dealing with great confusion, brain fog. You're avoiding situations or people because they are triggering to you. Maybe you're dealing with huge trust issues or a heightened sensitivity to sights, sounds, music, movies. Um, It could just be from different stimuli. Maybe you're dealing with heightened anxiety, hopelessness, feelings of deep anger or resentment. Maybe you're dealing with depression, nightmares, intrusive thoughts and memories. You might want to isolate and not be around anyone. You might be carrying nightmares, right? All of these are different symptoms when it comes to post-infidelity stress disorder. Now, if you have any of these or several of these symptoms, well, it's important for you to know, beautiful, first and foremost, that all of these are not your fault. Let me say that again. The infidelity was not your fault. And let's hear that loud and clear. Because betrayal trauma, the affairs, the infidelity has a huge traumatic effect upon you. And if you have suffered betrayal, you've been traumatized and the affair has likely heightened any pre-existing trauma that you may have had early on in your life. It may even unveil some trauma that you didn't even know existed. So post-affair recovery can be very complicated because of this. And under the best circumstances, um, if you've been the betrayed and you're already injured, then you need to recognize that your healing could be months or even years. And that's, again, not your fault. And you need to give yourself grace in the healing process. These symptoms that I talked about earlier, they can persist for months on end after the infidelity has occurred, after you've had a full therapeutic disclosure, you've gone through maybe a separation, and you're now in the recovery process, and once in a while these symptoms do reoccur, even if your relationship has ended. So the causes of PISD or the post-infidelity stress disorder can vary. They often stem from emotional and psychological trauma due to the betrayal. So when your spouse cheats, what does it do? It causes distrust. It shatters that 
that loyalty and trust that you had, it completely uh, throws away any security or safety that you had in your relationship. The betrayal trauma theory suggests that infidelity can trigger a trauma response in those who've been betrayed. And it leads to the development of what many deem to be post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms. And again, I like the term post-infidelity stress disorder symptoms. So there is that school of thought that you actually can develop these because the trauma has been so great due to the fact that your safety, your security, your trust has been completely swept out from underneath you. It's been shattered and it feels like your world has imploded from the inside out. Now, the attachment theory also suggests that betrayal, it damages your attachment bond to your spouse. Where there once was this loyalty, where there once was trust, and where there once was security, now you have had those feelings replaced with feelings of anxiety, feelings of panic, distrust, and heightened fears. So you have these stigmas that you're also now dealing with around the infidelity. This is where you're feeling shame. You're feeling guilt as a reaction of the betrayal. And this can lead to multiple symptoms of depression, panic, anxiety, heightened sensitivity, hypervigilance, confusion, brain fog, etc. Now, fortunately, there are many ways that we can start to heal from the infidelity and we can start to cope with some of these symptoms and overcome, yes, you heard me say that right, actually overcome the trauma that we've experienced. So, if you are presently experienced any of the symptoms that I talked about earlier with the PISD, then I want to recommend some of the following for you so that you can start to actually move into uh, releasing some of this trauma, healing from some of these um, symptoms of the PISD, and learn to really uh, deal with the infidelity and the trauma that it's brought into your life. So the first one is, you know, start to reestablish some safety and security in your life. This is where you work alongside of a trauma-informed therapist or coach, and you work through developing a safety plan and reestablishing security so that you can take really a breath. <laughs> you can actually start to breathe again because, you know, when we actually are traumatized, we feel like we can't feel safe in any situation in our life. Well, that's the first stop. You have to regain safety in order to be able to heal. So let's start by redeveloping that and setting up a safety plan with someone who's trauma-informed who can help you do that. The second one is to seek out support from those who are safe people. Now, these can be family members, these can be friends, these can be co-workers or somebody at church, but these are people who actually desire to see you healed and to see you whole. Maybe you invest in a coach or a therapist who's trauma-informed so they can help and they can you know, get you the support you need so that you can heal from the infidelity. The third one is... Take care of you, boo. Yes, take care of you. This is where you are going to actually 
Uh, set up a self-care routine. Now, I don't mean just a mani-pedi. I mean you're going to start eating right, making sure that you have adequate sleep, working on your emotional and mental health, engaging in activities that are going to bring you joy, that are going to help increase relaxation. Maybe that for you is a spa day. I don't know for you, but developing those things in your life that are going to help you to get healthy. Exercise. Movement is key, right? We don't want to allow the trauma to house itself within our system, within our body. The body does truly keep the score, so we need to help the score get on a better footing by helping our bodies to release the trauma, rewiring our brains, and reconnecting to God so that we can start to heal. The next one is shifting our mindset. You know, beautiful, your mindset is key when it comes to healing from the symptoms of betrayal trauma. 90% actually. Your mind is where most of the battle is fought and won. So shifting your mindset, working with someone who can actually help you reframe and shift your mindset is key to the healing process. Your next one is setting healthy boundaries. Boundaries are key in any healthy relationship. And I know most of us have never set them before. It's just something we don't think about. But healthy boundaries help us establish healthy relationships. So those are where you sit down and you decide what are the boundaries that I need in my life to feel safe and secure once again. What will I tolerate? What won't I tolerate? And this is where we teach people how they can and cannot treat us moving forward. The next one is we need to address our limiting beliefs. You know, beliefs can hinder our healing process, especially when they are negative beliefs. And many of us have self-limiting beliefs that were ingrained in us early in life, whether it was early in childhood, whether it was middle school, high school, college, wherever it started, I know that science has even shown that it can start, self-limiting beliefs can start to get ingrained as early as the age of three. So many of us have them. Those are the self-limiting beliefs of, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough. I was the cause of the affair. Maybe if I had not nagged so much, maybe if I had been thinner or curvier, maybe if I had long hair or short hair, straight hair, curly hair, whatever that self-limiting belief is, it is limiting your healing process and we need to address it so that we can actually exchange it for truth of who you really are. Then we can start to heal, which leads me into my next one. We need to address your identity. Many times we lose our identity due to betrayal trauma. The symptoms of PISD take over and we lose ourselves. We look at ourselves in the mirror and we don't know who we are anymore. So addressing our identity and really looking at whose we are, who we are, is key to regaining that identity so that we can have a healing identity moving forward and we can now recover from the symptoms of betrayal trauma. 
The next one is to educate ourselves, and beautiful education is key. But let me also just say this, making sure that we do it in a balanced way. There are many times that I have a new client that comes on board and by the time they get to me, they are exhausted because of the plethora of education that they have Googled. (laughs) And I mean, they are up day and night, seven days a week, and they are inundating themselves with every bit of information they can come in contact with to try to figure out what is happening to themselves. Now, that is a good thing in a sense, but when we actually allow it to inundate our lives, we can get stuck in the quicksand of education and we're not moving forward. And it can actually hinder our healing process. So we want to educate ourselves, but we want to do it in a balanced fashion. That's why I set my clients up with a recovery schedule. That way you're not inundated. It's very balanced and it's very, very healing. So your next one is to process your thoughts and your feelings. Many of us want to just throw those by the wayside. We want to deny them. We want to shove them under the rug and act like they don't exist. But beautiful, until we deal with those thoughts and until we process them and process the feelings and allow ourselves to experience the feelings. And I know that can be scary. I know that can feel daunting. But until we actually allow that to take place, we're not going to heal. Feelings are not bad. Feelings are actually good. God created them. And the thought processes can actually help us in our healing process. Now, one way I like to do that is to have people journal through the thought processes and journal through your feelings. Ride the wave, so to speak, so that you can experience all that, heal from it, and move forward. Now, your last one, well, next to the last one, because I'm going to give you a bonus, but your next to the last one is somatics. Now, somatics can be extremely healing, and that's where we actually partner with our bodies in a somatic healing technique that focuses on releasing the stored emotions and trauma from the body through gentle movement and touch. We work collectively with our body to allow the feelings to come out and we release the trauma from our body. It can be especially effective for those who struggle to express their emotions verbally. So there are many somatic healing exercises. I know there are so many on YouTube and social media. Um, I teach my clients quite a bit. We work through those through our uh, coaching sessions and it's extremely beneficial. But the key is to find what works for you because we're all fearfully, wonderfully, uniquely made. And what works for me might not work for you. So once you find your core ones that work, stick to those, okay? And use them Often You'll find yourself going back to them time and time again. And then it actually trains your body so that in the future, when you are experiencing any kind of stress or upheaval in your life, it's almost like your body kicks into gear naturally and your body knows how to regulate its nervous system on its own. And that is a beautiful thing. Well, your bonus one today, beautiful, is this. We want to not forget to 
address the spiritual side of healing when it comes to healing from the trauma of betrayal. Because, you know, we are human. We have a flesh side. And those are the feelings and the thoughts and the things that we're experiencing. But we also have a spiritual side. And the spiritual side is very real. Soul ties need to be addressed. We need to recognize that there is such thing as spiritual warfare when we have suffered betrayal trauma due to infidelity. It has been brought in by sin into our lives and the enemy seeks that as an open doorway into our lives to bring more trauma, to uh, torture us, so to speak, and to bring um, traumatic events to mind and to cause us an, uh, a very, very up upheavaled emotions and just um, unrest in our lives, right? So we need to address these things spiritually through prayer, through meditating on God's word, through handing these things over to God, through dealing again, once again, addressing the soul ties and engaging in spiritual warfare. And this is a component that I do take my clients through because God's way of healing when it comes to healing from the trauma of betrayal is to address the mind, the body, and the spirit. And when we address it God's way, then we have ultimate healing. So beautiful, can we actually have PTSD symptoms or post-infidelity stress symptoms after betrayal trauma? Yes, we can. Can we heal from them? Yes, we can. What is the best modality, the best way to heal from them? God's way. Dealing with the mind, the body, and the spirit. Now, I pray today helped you. I pray this answer just kind of gave you more clarification. And this kind of made you start to think about some of the things you might need to employ in the midst of your healing journey. And if you need help in the midst of your healing journey, then definitely grab a consult with me and let's explore which coaching is right for you. I would love to help you in that and I would be honored to guide you through that process. Stay tuned for Friday's episode. It is a great one. We've got another interview coming your way next week. We just finished that one. It's a powerful couple that's going to be telling you their story of redemption and you don't want to miss it. So we'll see you again Friday. Be blessed. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.